Earth is not a planet. It's a flat, stationary plane, and its boundaries extend beyond what the globe reveals. The globe was designed to limit our perception of how big this place really is. If you understand this, then you know what we're up against. All it takes for the deceivers to succeed is for those who seek the truth to sit back and do nothing. We cannot allow the blind faith of the die-hard Globers to dictate the future of the human race. The purpose of the globe is to keep us debased and darkened and deeply mired in the myths, lies, and delusion as we collectively plunge into a new dark age. If that sounds extreme, then you probably aren't paying close attention to the goings-on in the murderous, destructive, and inhumane world you were born into. The chaos we see, hear, and read about is instigated, agitated, and incited by those who want us locked into the prison of globe consciousness. The perpetual war and strife is what gives credibility to the notion that man is an animal in need of dictators who can restrain its animal passions, that life has no meaning, and that the human soul exists merely as the narcissistic delusion of an egotistical ape. The globe ensures that the relative scarcity of finite resources will remain the primary driver of world instability. If the truth were widely known, that we're surrounded by abundance, resources, and land, and that we can choose sustainable expansion, then the divine right to rule would cease to matter. The kings would lose their status and relevance if the serfs had the option not to stick around. You can't be a master or an overseer or a dictator without a captive audience. When an enclosed system opens up, the alliances, ties, and affiliations need to be re-examined. Outside of an enclosed system, competing gangs wouldn't be bound up by the constant need to engage in mutual exploitation for survival, because they would no longer exist in that state of permanent war. And slavery, serfdom, whatever you want to call it, is a state of war. These are all systems intended to allow one group to control another by rationing and controlling access to resources, knowledge, and the use of force. This war we fight today is an invisible one, or better put, it's hidden in plain sight, visible only to those who understand the esoteric subtext to the narratives which describe the consensus or blue-pill reality. These narratives are in fact weaponized myths which serve the needs of the state. Just as the myths and teachings of one religion can cause its believers to get up and kill the believers of another religion, the narratives of state-controlled media outlets can set groups of people on opposite sides of political debates to get up and kill one another. The globe is the playing field upon which our wars are fought. But there is life outside of this arena of perpetual conflict. But the referees and cheerleaders and screaming multitudes of fans are so immersed in the circus that nobody stops to wonder about how we exit the field. And why should we? We've been taught that we are surrounded by an infinite expanse of mostly nothingness. The globe, it must be understood, is not designed for, quote, world peace. World peace is not achievable because the globe itself can only exist so long as the human race is sufficiently divided and conquered. We have been staged into a vast, circular firing squad. Our instinct toward self-preservation has been replaced with a drive to collectively self-destruct. The greatest war machine that has ever been devised isn't the largest missile with the biggest payload, nor is it some super-virus in a laboratory somewhere. The greatest weapon of war is mind control. It can convince people that they are at peace when they are being warred upon, 
and that they are under attack in times of peace. The globe is a psychological warfare ploy. It's essentially a piece of enemy propaganda, a lie which convinces us that we are stranded here and that there are no options but to work within the system. Yet the globe and the religious paradigm which supports it is simply the latest iteration in a long line of religious mind-control paradigms. It's fundamentally no different than a star and crescent or a crucifix. We have to recognize it for what it is. It's an idol with significant implications for the world. It represents a group of people who have adopted a certain worldview with its own rules, laws, customs, traditions, and philosophies. It has its taboos, its blasphemies, and a concept of atonement by asceticism in the name of environmentalism.